Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a really patronising. Hi. Hi. <laughs> welcome oh, back. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm alright. What have you been up to? Went to the arcades yesterday. You know what, <laughs> actually? pictures, actually. You know arcade. what? The 2P machines... Another 2P machine. They have upgraded. They are up. They're ridiculous. You can actually get tickets now. What, from 2P machines? Yep. Shush your face. So we ended up, not just from 2P machines, we ended up getting about over 800 tickets yesterday. Mm, nice. Yeah, so we went with £20 each. Yeah. Which I don't think was too bad. I, I mean, if you go... As an adult, I mean, if you went as a, you know, with a well, kid. Like, do you remember when we took the kids last summer? Mm. And I gave them a tenner each. Yeah. So we ended up getting like over 800 tickets. What did you buy with your tickets? Again, they've upgraded the prizes. Sure, sure thing. Where did so, you go? Brighton? Uh, no, Hastings. Hastings. I love Hastings. So, well, yeah, we went to the one right by um, where the seafront is, yeah, where they have yeah. all the big rides. We yeah. went there first. But anyway, they've upgraded the prizes. So we ended up getting two candles. That were 400 tickets each. <laughs> and they... That's such a grown-up present. But to price. be fair, we didn't want slime or whatever else there were. But they're like quite big size candles. So, you know. But yeah, apart from that, work. And that's it. Oh, nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah. I went to see me, to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. It was alright. I good enjoyed music. it. Yeah, it was alright. I feel like his films, Quentin's films always got good music in. Yeah. It's always a notable track, isn't mm. it? It's a bit different, though. It's not your stereotypical Tarantino no, movie. I've heard. Yeah, so I've we were showing it. it at work, and a lot of people like were walking out. Disappointed, because they thought it was going to be all guns and blood. Yeah, yeah. it's not. He saves it for the end, and, yeah, it's pretty epic. Uh, but I shall not say any more. No, please don't. No. But how's your month been? Yeah, I've been summer holidays and yeah. work, really. Yeah. Just... Between the two, yep. no, nothing exciting to report. Um, so this month we'll be doing all the usual stuff, albums and singles that we've listened to in the last month. Mm-hmm. A bit of music mm-hmm. news. Um, and this month's theme is iconic album covers, which yes, I think quite which We'll have to give Amy a little shout out we right will. now because she's been looking for some ideas that she does makeup for listeners that don't know mm-hmm. um and she's been looking for some ideas a bit of inspiration and she asked me about iconic album covers and i think she texted you as well Mm-mm. oh she said she messaged you no. or texted you or something and Mm-mm. you never replied to her and she was getting she really annoyed me. that's what she said i promise anyway. you she didn't message me okay doesn't matter yeah, so then it got me thinking and then i spoke to you about it and there we go so that Thanks, is Amy. how we've come to this one and i, I didn't know you inspiration Auntie Jessie would never ignore you. Did you give her handle a little shout-out? Her Instagram handle. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. We'll do a uh, what's it in the story. Yes. Instagram story. We'll do a little shout-out. it's got X's in it and then her name. Underscore. Something underscore. I'm not doing it. But thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. We love you. So the first one I listened to, and it was quite quick after we last recorded the... Last episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, ASAP Ferg's album came oh, yeah. out. It's called, well, I'm not sure if it's an album really. It's only eight songs. Eight songs, 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's called Floor Seats. So I wouldn't normally have listened to it. He's not like one of the people I'm like, oh, yay, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I put it on 
And the first song grabbed me. Okay. Because it uses a really good sample mm. from Prodigy. Ooh. I know, and I was really impressed. I was like, does he know who this is Prodigy? And yeah. Like, does he know? Has he just used someone it? Someone just started it? Yeah. But no, they do, like, list the sample. Yeah. Um, so the, sam- the, the first song is Floor Seats. And the sample they use from the Prodigy is Smack My Bitch Up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know the bit where the lady does the singing, that it goes into a break? Yeah, yeah. And she does the really long note. Yeah. It's that bit that they use. Yeah. I was just trying to explain which bit's in it. So that really, that got me in. Mm-hmm. And listen to it, I mean, it's not, it's not an album I'm going to go back and listen to as an album. Yeah. But there are songs from it that I liked. Yeah. It's what you'd expect from an ASAP Ferg Album, I, I mean, suppose. I don't really it's know a lot about him, to be honest. It's a popular rap. Yeah. Tra- like, a bit of trap, a bit of... Mm-hmm. He's, he he <laughs> can write... He's not the best in the world, but he's certainly not the worst. Yeah. And he yeah. doesn't mumble. So, you know, he's not a mumble Shade. rapper. So he's good. He's good. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, it's only eight listen. songs, did you say? It's only eight songs. It's 24 minutes of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's worth a listen to at least once. Um, I really liked the song, so I loved Floor Seats because of the sample. I love the song Pups, which features ASAP Rocky. Now, ASAP Rocky, on the other hand, I would go and listen to mm-hmm. an album without a shadow of a doubt. Flipping love ASAP Rocky. He's um, got a new song out. I know. So, ASAP Rocky, and that is a remake of a DMX song. Ooh, okay. I know. Um, called Get At Me Dog, mm-hmm. featuring Chic Louch. Just give him that. Nice. I love that song also, so I was a bit like, okay, this is good. Because I, I feel like he's almost... I mean, you don't really hear a lot about DMX. No. And I feel like it was a bit of a shout-out, a bit of, like, this is an old school who was good. Yeah. Like, I mean, to be fair, his DMX, whilst being quite iconic mm-hmm. in the rap kind of genre, probably not the best rapper in the world. No, but you <laughs> but, sort of... But I his name him. gets chucked around, though. Yeah. And then the other song I really liked was called Ride, and that features... Um, well, no, it doesn't feature anyone. It's Ride, ASAP Ferg, and Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, okay, so it's all of them. So it's a with, maybe? And? And, meh. Who knows? But yeah, there you go, Ride. So they're, they're the songs that I liked from that album. Definitely really worth cool. a listen at least once. It's a short one. Short so. one, yeah. Um, so my first <laughs> album, I mentioned it last last month uh brockhampton ginger so 12 songs 44 minutes 16 seconds this is the next album that i was going to talk about yes so my first or initial thoughts this feels like a bit more of a solid album compared to iridescence in my opinion more of the theme yes i mean it's more together together iridescence was like a mixture of yeah. all of their different vibes, really, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Whereas this is more... T- yeah, I get what yeah, you're Yeah, like, it's more solid, like, it. yeah. It's more of a theme. But then Did I found out... Did you prefer it? I prefer Ginger, yeah. Shit. Yeah, I prefer really? Ginger, yeah. I found it too slow. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was too slow. See, a, a lot of people have been saying that, though. Especially the first two... I think the first two songs that it opens with... Sorry. Yeah, it's totally know. hijacking right now. First two songs that I opened with, I was a bit like, oh, like they say, really hit up the boy band. I know that's what they say yeah, they yeah. are, but I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting mm. a bit more. What's the word that I used? Anyone was quite um, innovation. Oh, because I feel like irid- iridescent. Yeah, 
there were some really innovative mm. sounds and styles. And I, I guess didn't so, yeah. Feel, oh, well, um, there was it, what you've said about it being influence. more together is definitely mm. true. Mm-hmm. But I preferred iridescence. See, a lot of apparently, a lot of the feedback is that I didn't realise that a lot of people didn't actually really like iridescence. Really? Which I was really shocked at. Oh, I'm sure. I agree that um, some people have been saying that Iridescence was very rushed out, which um, it was. It was mm. only made in a week, to be yeah. fair. Um, but I do agree that a lot of like the sounds and like the influences from Iridescence are a lot more, yeah, as you say, like um, innovative. Yeah, we use that. Yeah. Just, Creative. Just use that. But yeah, again, a lot of the feedback is that apparently there's no like people want bangers. Yeah, uh, quotation yeah, there aren't marks. really any bangers on there. Um, that, I th- I which I think there are a couple. Yeah. I mean, I've got favourites, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, Heaven Belongs to You features Slow Tie. That's one of the ones that I highlighted as a favourite. Really mm. liked it. Loved Slow Tie. Yeah. It caught me off guard. I didn't realise. And again, I was just listening. I put it on when it came out. was just getting ready. And then that came on. I was like... That's English the first person. song that made me stop and listen, and it was because of Slow Tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I liked him mm-hmm. on it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I love St. Percy. I love the Deflex Only God Knows sample in it. Yes. Because I came across this YouTube channel that sort of is like all samples used in blah, blah, blah album. Ooh. And it was actually really intriguing. Well, you're going to have to send that to I me. will. Um, I can't remember what the channel's called, but again, we can put it on the Instagram. Yeah. But they just do like very like short videos, like one minute, two minute videos of, you know, Tyler's albums, Brockhampton, Drake. And they just basically list all the samples throughout the oh, album. So and it's really, really But it's cool to hear how some people use the samples um but yeah no that song stands out for me but no sort of going back to it i think this album is a lot more sadder i think it's still working processing the amir van stuff that we've spoken about before um but i just personally just thought it was a bit more i don't know maybe they took their time with it they didn't rush it and i really like it i think the thing is because the other the iridescence is that the one they recorded in london yeah yeah and i think so they only had limited time yeah and i think that bred the innovativeness the creativity yeah no i totally that's agree why that album is like it is yeah i think if you don't know that then maybe mm. that's why people don't understand maybe it. I, don't know. I don't know but that was a really unique opportunity yeah, for them yeah. and i think what they what I think they smashed it. In I, honestly, I love that album. album. Yeah, I've got you on the front of it, now. so you know. I am on the front of it. That is true. No. <laughs> um, but with Ginger, I think yeah, I really liked it, but it was slow, and yeah, yeah. I, I kind of hear the whole banger thing. They weren't bangers, but I suppose because Iridescence was, I feel like that was full of bangers. Mm. But and I know I've already raced this with you and. <sighs> I love that you were able to work out from my... Yes, I'm going to say something about Brockhampton. I really think you're going to be sad with me, but I'm sorry, I have to say it. So, the the title track, Ginger. Yep. I was listening to it, and I was like, this reminds me of something. And then all of a sudden, I was like, shit, what a song (laughs) to remind you of. So, Ginger, for me, there's a part of it, an underlying tune. Yeah. That sounds like a slowed down version of Justin Bieber's Baby. Yeah. Discuss. Thing is, right, 
<laughs> on first listen, I would never, or even listening to it before you had messaged me earlier, would never ever have crossed my mind. But I do see where you're coming from. Considering I, I su- didn't tell you, yeah, because she just in me, but... basically texts me saying there is a song on the album that reminds me of a- another song, but the song's not very good. Well, it's something like that. Yeah. So I was like, what song? And you just put ginger. So I listened to it, and I was sort of like okay right a song that's not very good or one that we don't think is very good and then yeah there was one section that was like i know what it is <laughs> or i was like i think i know what but it the is the fact that you think you like the fact that you've yeah. heard it yeah, i yeah. feel like i will not and... you know as much as i love rockhampton i agree that if there's one certain bit does sound like it does sound like because otherwise i wouldn't have been able to just no, exactly but then I, we both played it to ian and ash yeah. separately obviously yeah. and they can't hear it at all well but ian literally was like yeah. no don't know what you're talking about and i put it on the exact bit so i was yeah. trying to link up and he was like no don't know what you're talking about i really liked i've been i can never say this i've been i've been <laughs> <laughs> I've been born again. I can't I've say I've been born again. It's just really because it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I've been born again. Um, if you pray right and no halo, I, I really like this. There you go. I can't do mine because it's your. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm I sorry. literally I've only got three songs. You say it. Sorry. You can say it later. I'll say it later. Okay. I'll talk about mine. Um. So so excited. Missy Elliott released mm-hmm. actual new music. Yes. EP. Did not get around to listening to it, but... Five songs, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Songs four and five are the same song, but the fifth one's an acoustic version. Okay. So... It's like the Evil Dead movies, you know, the first and second exactly the same film, but just one's funnier but than I the other. I prefer the second one. I prefer the second one too. Because it is funnier. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. solid Missy Elliott music. Yep. Um, what you'd expect really goes from like club... I've written club hopping. Oh, club hopping. Club hopping kind of music and ballads. That's they're the two mm. things she's bloody good at. Yeah. And that's what that's what's on the EP. Throw it back is the first song and that harps back to tweet. Um, so I'm using this as an opportunity to shout out Oops Oh My. Okay. Um, and then also Heavy D, which is quite exciting. Mm-hmm. And then the other song that I really liked from it was Why I Still Love You. Um, and that is Missy and Timbo together on production, Ooh. which, you know, is yeah. always going to be a winner. You're a sucker. Um, yeah, Missy, Elliot, obviously I'm going to talk about later on in the news. Mm. Being that we've just had the, midi- uh, the MTV music video. Yes. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, my next one was Willow. Or Willow Smith, Willow. but it's just Willow. Just Willow now. Her and Jaden obviously don't do the Smith anymore. It's no, just, they're just their first They don't want to be Smith. No. But to be, be fair, I did a bit of research. So this is her self-titled album. Um, eight songs, 22 minutes, 33 seconds. So again, it's short. Has she an album before? I think this is her third album. Shush. Because the only song I can think of is that yeah, whip. That's what I was going to say. So <laughs> when I was doing a bit of research into the album... That's all anybody was talking about was she's Wait. not she's not the girl that did I whip my hair back and forth. I was like, okay. I flip and loved that song. I liked it. That when was like, that was one of my sass songs for I a while. Whip my hair back and forth. But no, I agree. She's not that girl anymore. Oh. But I do want to say this did come out in July. I just got a bit sidetracked. Well, I didn't even know. So I have only just got around to listen to it, but 
again, it's a short album. Mm-hmm. I really bloody enjoyed it. It's like an alternative R&B with a bit of soul in there. Nice. Um, love her voice. There's like a an effect she puts on it, like an echoey. So it's sort of like you're in the back of the room. Okay. I don't know how to describe it because I'm not very good with the technical words. Okay. But it's just they've put like an echoey... Vibe. Yeah. Okay. Again, I guess like sort of lo-fi style. Uh, but it's like very dreamy 70s vibe. Is it a bit solange Yes. Okay. Kind of. Solange. I wouldn't say as weird. Yeah. <laughs> you said alternative. You're like, like weird. weird. Um, but yeah. It also reminds me of Steve Lacey. I don't know if you know. He features on um, Flower Boy album. Okay. But he, yeah. Some of it reminds me of kind of his stuff. Um, obviously, Jaden features on the album song is called you know but it just doesn't fit that one song just doesn't fit with the rest of the album and it's probably because yeah auto-tuny vocals where the rest of the album's like guitars it's like slow and then he comes in with his like auto-tuned voice and i'm like this no doesn't doesn't work um but no i would recommend it as i said it's a short album so i really like like a bird time machine and overthinking it okay I will give it a listen. I think it's a nice little album. Again, it's only 22 minutes of your life. It's not... Yeah, it's not going like, to steal a lot of time from no. you, even if you don't like it. No, exactly. So the next album I want to talk about, I'm really fucking excited about. I'm sorry. It's I'm my swearing. last one, I think. I'm so excited. So The Night Cafe yeah. released their album, 0151. Yeah. It's 18 songs, an hour and three minutes. I have listened to it about five or six times now. I am pretty much obsessed. Are you? I love them. I love the album. If I had my way, I'd just put the album on the, <laughs> on the playlist. Please don't. That's 18 but songs. I've restricted myself to Jesus. four songs. Four? Four. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm really joking. sorry. Um, I just think it's everything you want from an indie album. I think it's got the the composition of the tracks. There's layers, there's breaks, the mm-hmm. songs that you can put yourself in their place. You mm-hmm. can hear things, you can feel things. And yeah. for me, that's what an indie album should do. It yeah. should make you feel things. And yeah, and for me, it does that. And I think I'm pretty sure if we hadn't seen them with the Wombats, I probably wouldn't have even no. looked at the album. Mm-mm. But because I really liked them when we saw them. Yeah. I, yeah, really loved it. Um, so 0151's A Code for Liverpool. I didn't know that. called that. Oh, well, I was like, what, I sort is, of what does this that. mean? And then, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've restricted myself to four songs. I've chosen Please, Turn, Calling Your Name Again, mm-hmm. and Addicted, because that's yeah. the song that... We yeah got me addicted to the night Ooh. cafe. See, I've done addicted and then find his keepers. Oh nice. So what I've said is that it's a good background album. I think it all blends together well. Yeah. Like so, you could be cracking on doing whatever you need to do, but I think I would find it really hard if I didn't know all the track names to decipher one track from another. I think a lot of them, like, not as in, like, oh, here we go again, like, it's... Mm. I just think they all sound very similar. They flow into each other. Yeah, so I would find it very hard to sort of... But that's why I think it'd be a good background album. Yeah. 
to kind of concentrate, study, do your work, do. Yeah. I well, thought it was good. Like, as you said, I think it's a great, like, indie album. Uh, I think you enjoyed it a lot way more, more than I did. <laughs> but I do love the, like, guitar riffs in, like, yeah. pretty much every song. There's an effect that they use that's, like, almost, like, dreamlike as yeah. well. And I'm just like, I love it. I just I'm It's kind of just... old school, like, guitar effect. Again, I don't know the, the, the lingo, lingo, but... Yeah. The thing that I find astonishing is that I haven't heard them on the radio. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard them on the radio. I've not heard them on like somewhere like Radio X. Mm. I'd expect them to be there all day long. But Radio fair. X, I've like really but, loved Radio X when it first started, but it tends to play so much of the same bloody yeah, songs. Much guess what they're going to play next? Yeah. But I, I, I feel like that would they would fit there. I feel like radio... They should be on Radio, radio one. 1. They should just yeah. be on the radio. They fucking love the 1975, so well, why yeah. can't they... Yeah. I know. And I just think they're, they're not getting enough. Like, I've sent a couple of people who I know like that style of music above mm. all else. Um, I've sent the album, shared it with them, and just said, you need to, to give it... I genuinely feel like this is something you should listen to. Yeah. I just hope that... They get the credit I think they, they will. Deserve. I think yeah. they're on their way to it. Yeah. And I think it would be a shame if they didn't. Yeah. I mean, I'd definitely be up for going to see them quite, in their own right. They're quite young still, aren't yeah. they? So yeah. who knows what will happen. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention, though, the mm-hmm. Commons album came out on Friday. I still haven't got around to it, mainly because I got sucked into the night cafe. And I want to give it the proper Yes, you don't want to rush it. Yes. That'll be my on the way to work listen tomorrow. Right, singles. Want. Singles. Okay, so the 1975. Yes. Their new song, People. Yes. Have you listened to it? Yes. Fucking mental, isn't it? I love it. It's crazy. I love it. I love like, the 1975. They Ash can't do... hated it. Absolutely hated it. They can't do any wrong in my eyes. Like, literally, every song I think, oh, I can't possibly like another night. Like, I know that sounds silly, but mm-hmm. I'm like, it's almost how I feel about, like, The weekend. Do you remember? They went through that, he went through that phase of, like, releasing stuff all mm-hmm. the time. And I was like, I can't possibly like another weekend song. And then the song would come out and I'd be like, oh, for God's sake, I love it. Here we go again. This is exactly what's happening with the 1975. I think, I can't possibly like another 1975 song and then they release one and I'm like for fuck's sake I love it yeah but also what I really like is that this song is so different to what they have released in the past yeah that you still sort of know it's the 75 uh, Mm. 1975 but you're like how are they doing that yeah but I yeah I like it you just have to listen to it like if you're used to listening to normal 1975 this is gonna blow your socks off blow Yes, because it's a lot heavier. It's not what you expect, no. but I like definitely it. had to be mentioned. Um, so Pan Fried featuring Kojo Funs, that is Kano. Mm. So Kano's released it, released it, released it, released it, a new album called Hoodies or Summer. Um, I haven't got round. That's another one I haven't actually yep. got round to. Ian's listened to it. That also came out on Friday. Friday was a new music yes. day. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just haven't got round to it basically because I got wrapped up in in the night cafe oh, that's basically okay. what's happened is it's taken over my life you're like a teenager I'm like again. a teenage it, genuinely that's how anyway <laughs> so pan fried is a song that I've heard mm. off of the album I really liked it it shouts out a um, move bitch oh 
Oh, we did a lot of shout outs know, today. Love, I'm enjoying the whole yep. crossover and the. It's always like a salute to the old school. Yep. And I did do a salute. <laughs> I know you can't see, so uh, just so that you can pretend you're in the room with us. Um, yeah, really liked it. It's UK grime. Yeah. And I don't know what else to say about it. Cool. Um, my next one's a bit of a throwback. Well, no, it is a throwback. So it's David Bowie, Magic Dance. Okay. Now, what I actually forgot to mention, actually, at the start of the episode, that where I live, they do, like, sunset screenings mm-hmm. um, in the Delaware. Um, annoyingly, every Saturday was, like, pretty crappy weather. So I think two out of three films that they did this year, only one of them was actually outside. Was it really? Yeah. What was that, the Great, Great Showman? Yeah. Mm didn't want to go sorry but they did the labyrinth now ash had never seen this film so i was like we have to go and no 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 yeah yeah he hasn't seen it i do worry about how you two have actually got in a relationship because Ash, that's my sister. No, sorry, <laughs> Ash. Just said that. But how is it that you have not seen all these films? I genuinely find it difficult. But at least you're teaching him. You're teaching but, him. Yeah. It's and it's not like he hated it. He really enjoyed it because oh. I was a little bit worried. I was sort of like, I don't know if you're gonna think it's a bit weird because obviously, watching it as a kid, you sort of just take all that crap in and you're like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, there are. But some it's still. Films thing is with labyrinth that is one that still remains brilliant yeah there are some films i've gone back to as an adult and gone mm. oh no yeah yeah yeah. oh what was i thinking why did i love this so much <laughs> but yeah labyrinth i think i still love it so magic dance is the song that nice. he performs in it it's great um and i can't stop quoting the caterpillar <laughs> hello hey. did you say hello no i said hello <laughs> hello we had a neighbour where we used to live. Oh, he sounded like the cat. We always used to call her the caterpillar because that's how she talked. She's Hello. like, hello. Can I come inside for a cup of tea? No. She never said that to us. <laughs> um, so the next song I want to talk about, quite a bit poppy this month. Ooh, okay. Is Love Me Again, uh, which is Ray and Jess Glynn. I feel like it's an end of summer anthem. Okay. It is what you'd expect from both people. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, I just like it. Dancey. I prefer the remix. Just, oh no, I As say that quite usual. a lot. I love a remix. I do. Really <laughs> like it. Okay, that's all I can Every say. time you're Every like, time. but I do prefer but it's like remix. Yeah, and my next song is a remix also. Oh, God. <laughs> well, so I've got two songs remaining, but one of them I dislike. So I'm going to do my last favourite song. Okay, so Blossoms, Your Girlfriend. Now, I didn't realise this was the Blossoms. No. I guess because I'm not like a massive fan of them, not as big of a fan of you, but you didn't know either. I didn't know either, so maybe I'm not that big. But I just thought it was like an old song from like the 2000s or something. Yeah, it does sound really early 2000s. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, again, it's a nice sort of like summery driving song, I think. Nice chill. Yeah. Nice. Worth well, listen, listener. Yes. Do it. Worth well, listen, listener. Um, so my next song is Charlie XX and Christine and the Queens. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. oh. I know, I told you, I've gone that. really poppy. Um, the Clarence Clarity Clarity remix. Sorry, it's really tricky to say. Clarence Clarity remix. 
Clarence Clarity Williams. Um, I really like Charlie XX's voice, and I really like Christina and Queen's voice, and together, just really good song. Just, yeah. You have gone very poppy, haven't you? I've gone very poppy. That was my last one. It's fine. Well, okay, so obviously this is not one of my fave songs, but I just feel like we need to talk about it. <laughs> we need so I don't know if I have mentioned the whole Blink-182 touring with Little Wayne situation. I don't know if I've spoken no, about this on the podcast. I don't think you have, because I feel like that's something I'd remember. Yeah, so basically for some unknown reason, that is a thing. But okay. someone, what, well, them, <laughs> I don't know why I said someone. They. So they, Blink-182, Little Wayne, have done What's My Age Again, slash a Millie. And what? it's awful. Sorry. You know, like, on YouTube... Like a mashup. Where someone does a mashup, and they're like, oh, look, these two songs work. They don't. I it's awful. I can't even work out how that would work in my head. Like, I've not heard this, but I can't work out how that would work You don't want to listen to it. Well, I'm going to have to now, because it'd be on the bloody playlist, yeah. won't it? Um, what? Yeah. And uh, it's just awful. What are they thinking? How are they going Ugh. together? I don't I don't know. I, don't I literally know don't works. know, and I it don't think I worse. care enough to. Could have been lollipop. <laughs> but you know, when you just think, how has someone like put this together and thought, yes, that is great. Well, they obviously hear something that you, you don't. To other it's people, awful. What, what's the general consensus on the track? If I'm like, honest, I haven't. Haven't looked into it. I don't care. It that much. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just heard it, and I just you know where you do that face where you're like, ugh. Oh. Oh, Ugh. why is this happening? Stops. Like, I haven't even listened to it all. I listened to the first little bit. That's and it. it and there are some... There's some songs being sampled at the moment that really upsets me. Have you... What's that one that um, samples Sophie Alex Bexter? Oh, I've not heard that. I didn't even say her name right. Sophie Ellis Bexter. <laughs> Sophie Alex, I said. Alex. Sophie Ellis Bexter. Mm, Baxter. Bexter. I don't know. Bexter. I don't know that one. I heard one. Met her on the dance floor. Someone samples that. Someone you would listen to as well, but I can't remember who it is. I don't know. No, Little Mix have that like, sample. Don't even... Talk. The thing is, though, is we saw Little Mix at um, Wireless one year, and it was when they'd just been on mm. X Factor, and they were doing all... Of, they didn't have their own music then, obviously, because yeah. they were just a band. So they were doing all the covers, and that's one of the covers that they did. Mm, so they've been holding on to that for a while, then. So they've yes, they've obviously been holding on to it for a while, wanting to do it. But I just hate what they've done. <laughs> I just really hate that song. Yeah. Now that's going to be on the playlist. Yep. Uh, I'm not talking about any of the others because I don't want them on the playlist. Okay. But there are some that have sampled some old garage songs, and I'm struggling with it. Okay. Struggling. Record of the month. So my record of the month is Leave Me Alone by NF. Mm -hmm. I spoke about NF as a single before. He's actually in between released an album, which I haven't spoken about, Mm. which is bloody brilliant, which I should have spoken about, but we only have a limited amount of time and we can't speak about all the albums (sighs) we listen to. Um, It's become a firm family favourite, that album, Mm -hmm. in terms of... So, Amy is obsessed with him. Taylor's obsessed with him. It's not really Evie's cup of tea. Although she she, She's pop. She's a pop princess. Yes. Although she does love a couple of the songs on the album. Um, But me, Ian, and the other two really love it. He has got a really good flow. 
He's like a mix between Eminem, Logic. He's got that kind of vibe mm-hmm. about him. Um, he doesn't swear. Yeah. Not a single song. I think song. you said this last time. Yeah. I know, and I find that refreshing. Yeah. Mm. And also it makes it a lot easier to get the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I can just send them off to listen to that. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. feel like I have to police it in any way. Yeah, you don't handy. worry. Yeah. And it, it's made them look at other rap songs and, and music in general, mm-hmm. and I like that about it. So the song I want to talk about is Leave Me... I've already said that. Leave yeah, me alone. leave me alone. So leave me alone. Yeah. So the album's called The Search, and just yeah, it's just a really good album, and good. he it's very good. He's a family fave. Good family fave. And that's also one of the ones that Amy did. Oh, yes. as makeup. As makeup, yeah. It's one of the album covers, was it, or was it, it just lyrics? It wasn't the album cover. It was um, lyrics from the intro, which is really cool. Which was posted on our Instagram. It if was you have not on seen our it. But give it some love. You find her. Uh, yeah, you can handle find there. her handle there, but we'll put it back up. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do yeah. It. We'll redo it. Um. So my record of the month is actually from Brockhampton Ginger album, and it is Boy Bye. Now that as soon as I heard it, because basically, I was a little bit overwhelmed with how many music videos. God, I can't do it today. Music videos they have released for Ginger. Mm, I've um, not seen any of them. So I was sort terrible. of listening to all of those. I was like, oh my god! Um, but boy, bye, that song just sticks out, and I think that is a banger. That is a banger. That is a banger, and it reminds me. Although I cannot place the song, mm. which is really winding me up. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it quite a lot. That song. Um, it's, it feels like a Timberland song. Mm. And I can't... There's definitely a Timberland song out there. If any of you bloody know, please just tell us. Yeah, let us know. It's driving me mad. I can't place it. Um, bye. But yeah, really like that one. I just that was think, one that yeah. I was going to mention but was quietly told I shouldn't. Because it's my record of the month. Stop talking. I did realise, like, we hadn't discussed that before. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, oh no, I think she's going to mention it. It's a very good song. <laughs> it's a good song. But yeah, no shock there that that is the record. My, no. Or my record of the month. Your record of the month. Yes. So news. News. Um, so... In news, so in the last week or so, we've had the MTV Music Video Awards 2019. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I was quite disappointed with a lot of it. Um, one of them, because you texted me, didn't you, about I it? I sent you a link, and I was like, what the actual fuck? It was just some very confusing... Oh, I showered them. Some very confusing ones. Um... Like, what was it? The summer anthem was again that, like, I like this song was Ariana Grande Boyfriend, but it hasn't been out long enough, I don't think, to be classed as a summer anthem or whatever it was classed as. I don't know, but that one threw me a little bit. Song of the Year, Old Town Road remix. Okay, Song of the Year, Old Town Road remix. I don't agree with it. Song of the Year. But it's because that is so popular. But the video. Kids fucking love that. But the video is not even... It's not amazing, is it? And that's what I I don't get. So the person who won the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award, Mm -hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Missy Elliott won that. And I'm not just saying it from my love of Missy Elliott. But but again... All of her videos 
She hasn't really been around. She hasn't been around. She's come back now. She's got the Vanguard. Oh, okay. Because the Vanguard is about. It's almost like um, I can't think of the word. I don't know. It's like how they've given to music. Oh, okay. So she's given to the video arena by being so innovative with her. Which is that word a lot this month. Innovative. Like so, if you look back at her music videos mm-hmm. they're fucking cool yeah they are cool they're fucking cool and her performance sock it have you to seen me it? yes sock <laughs> it to me brilliant mm-hmm. i fucking love that video and just yeah there's there's some mm-hmm. really good videos that she's done i mean get your freak on classic it's just a classic video like everyone and the the um where have my words gone i don't know the cameos the cameos in yeah. that video are immense. Yeah. Like, there yeah. are some amazing people. And the bit where Timberland does the drums and his eyes go, I love that bit. <laughs> he does that thing with his eyes, with like, yeah. surprised face. I like it. But, yeah, so I agree with that. But just... Now, know. this one's a bit confusing. So, not the winner. Best new artist, Billie Eilish, which 100% you can't... I can't fold that at all. But I've just seen one of the nominees was her. Yeah, and... But she's been around for a very long time. Yeah. So I don't understand. What I do like about it is... ...that most of them are women. Yeah. For Best New Artists. And, you know, we need more women everywhere. Now, Best Collaboration... I just... I really dislike that song, for a start. I just feel like... Push Artist of the Year, what does that mean? I don't know. Don't understand what that means. Best pop. I agree with that. I flipping love that Jonas Brothers song and it is pop. But it beats Ariana Grande. But yeah, how does it beat that? And why, who chooses the songs? Because Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. That isn't the best pop that's been out. Like if if we're going way back to Thank You Next. Yeah, yeah. That's like... That, there's loads December. of other Taylor Swift songs. Oh no, that, it was end of last year yeah but not it even it was now. November thank you next because like, it was before Noah was born wasn't it but what I don't understand again it's sort of like you know with the Oscars and stuff mm. like you have to be within a certain bracket to mm. be eligible for that so with the VMAs does that just all go out the window like you could literally have a music video released bef- like a week before yeah and boom you, you're in I don't know right. I don't understand best R&B Normani Waves I don't agree with it. I don't. Although, to be fair, I'm judging it on the song now and not the actual video. I've yeah. not seen the video to that. But I have seen the video to Anderson Pat Make It Better and it's brilliant. Best rock, Panic at the Disco, High Hopes, but 1975, Love It If We Made It is there. Best dance, The Chainsmokers. I don't know. Video for good, Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down. What? What's a video for good? I literally do I not know. know. And I just think the VMAs are not really my thing. No. Um, but one thing that you pointed out uh, when you messaged me the other day, which I was very surprised at, is that um, best editing was Billie Eilish. Yeah. So she actually edits her own thing, which or she edited cool. that video, which is really cool. But I, I can't say I'm surprised. She seems like that type of person. She's one of those. She's one of those all-rounder, millennial-type people who can do anything. They do everything. Everything. I don't understand it. I'd like to understand it more. To understand what is happening. What? How? How do they choose? I always wonder that when I'm watching those kind of programs or read 
articles like that how do they decide who's going to be nominated and then how do they decide who's won I know a lot of it's public vote which is why I suppose the young younger people are able to maybe that's why we don't really maybe it's because we're too old maybe I am I don't know that you are it just doesn't really phase me like I don't know VMAs meh Mm. oh I won a VMA oh cool well done well done great um but congratulations anyway <laughs> yeah to all you your winners win well done <laughs> if we won one i would be thrilled to be fair i would be to, yeah in fairness if you want a vma if you're editing yeah i'm just being a well, bit of a dick but oh just yeah it doesn't really okay. it's like oh it's the vmas again you know when you you're not overly it's not fussed one of the big ones, no it? it's not a big one and again um, with winners like that you can't really well, they're just a bit predictable aren't they Ariana, Taylor, and Taylor Swift has not been funny. She hasn't even done a great deal. I feel like she's mm. been, like Ariana's been out there. She's been, you know, on the grind. Yeah, she has. And I feel like T Swift is just she's just popped back, popped now. back for a little bit because she needs some pocket money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she be gone again. She's doing a tour, I know, though. But then so is Ariana. I don't know. Anyway, um, the other piece of news. It's not. It's not so much news, more a revelation. Mm. So last month we talked about Ed Sheeran's new album, yep. The Clubs, and it hadn't occurred to me, this hadn't occurred to me whilst I was listening to it in prep for the show or when mm-hmm. I've been listening. But I was sat at home and I was doing my work and I was asleep and this song came on and it was Blow. And all of a sudden I was like, he's literally copied another song. Mm-hmm. So I was Googling away, trying to find out if I could find some kind of um, acknowledgement of a sample anywhere. Because that is exactly what I did. Yeah. I went straight on the internet straight to see. Straight on the internet to find out if there And then I listened to the song that I thought it sounded like, just to make sure I wasn't going flipping mad. And then I sent it to you, because mm-hmm. I was like... I feel hurt. I've listened to this, and I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried for Ed. I'm worried for Ed because he's already doing but, done this before. But do you think it's big? Well, do you want to say which song it is actually first? So the song that it remind that it definitely is sampling. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. it doesn't yeah, even yeah. remind me of it. It, 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 it is, is a direct yeah. copy. I I cannot of the beginning. Yeah, of the yeah, beginning yeah. of the song. It's a direct. No, not even the beginning. Like the whole kind of. Oh, I didn't get that far. Tune. I was outraged. Yeah, outraged. So the tune carries on throughout. Yeah. And it's the tune of the song. So the song is by Skunk and Nancy and it's called Intellectualise My Blackness. Yeah. Now, that was my teenage angst mm-hmm. album. I know that album back to fucking front. Yeah. I could probably sing most of the songs on yeah. there. <laughs> Given the opening line, I could probably do it. Yeah. And that, the fact that I missed it the first time round mm. freaked me out. Yeah. Um, but listening to it then and hearing it, I was like, oh, my sweet... Lord, mm-hmm. and it genuinely. So I searched because I was like, he can't have done this again because he obviously he has that court case with the a lot. Uh, I think was it Marvin Gaye. Yeah, but yeah. this it is so similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know how if it was picked up. But do you? So what I was going to say is, do you think because Skunk and Nancy are so opposite to his target audience? Maybe, like, maybe he didn't mean to do it. Maybe he wasn't even the one that... But that's what he does. 
he puts together the pieces. Like that's part. But of maybe his charm. he didn't though. And then I wonder. I wonder also if he thinks that like, they haven't been relevant for a really long. Like, yeah, that's relevant. what I mean. They've not been popular for a long time. But they're just they're just um, touring again. Have they not picked up? But again, they I don't may know. Not have I don't know. You know, who knows? Maybe the internet just hasn't got the fact that there's a sample. <laughs> Maybe there's just a quiet agreement in the background and it's all fine. But to me, I would expect yeah, to see credited. Yeah. You know, a sample. I'd expect to be able to Google. Ed Sheeran, Skunk and Nancy, and boom, sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd expect that to happen, and I tried lots of variations to try and find it, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And, you know, the internet's a flipping large place, mm-hmm. and normally if I type, if I think I hear a sample and I type yeah. it in, it normally comes up, yeah, this is a sample that was on that song. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I really don't know. It's tricky. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of like a respect thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, and it just, you can, you cannot deny like listening to both. It's not even like that buddy Brockhampton, Justin Bieber thing where you're like, oh, you know, it it does sort of sound like it. If you slow it down and listen to it backwards. (laughs) This literally, the guitar, the scream, like, yeah, It's, it's mental. Yeah. I was shocked that I hadn't picked up on it before, but then I was listening to it, and it was it was so quiet in the house at the time. I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. But listen to it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. But I just think, if your ears work, <laughs> fine. <laughs> if, if, if your ears work, okay, you, you can hear it. shall be able to hear mm. it. Um, yeah. So the last bit of news, which is really bizarre. Again, I sent this to you. So... Hasbro has acquired Death Row Records catalogue. I forgot about this bit of news. I forgot that you said that. Yeah, so it says, um, this is basically from an Instagram um, account called On This Date in Hip Hop. So they do really cool, like, little throwbacks and stuff. But they put, in addition to holding the trademarks for Kenner, Parker Brothers, Milton Bradley, and being the home of Mr. Potato Head, My Little Pony, Monopoly toy company Hasbro now owns the masters to death row records. Uh, so the acquisition of the label's catalogue was part of the $4 billion sale of Entertainment One to Hasbro. So people are now joking that you're going to hear Stoop Dog potentially on like My Little Pony. <laughs> so like it just is really random and I don't and understand. <laughs> um yeah and apparently i think they i can't remember off the top of my head i should have written it down but i think hasbro has also bought something else as well and it's got some of the rights to not like wu-tang's like actual albums but more like uh compilation stuff okay but it's just why is hasbro doing odd, this why is why are they buying maybe like their chief exec is a mad hip-hop fan who knows? Who knows? It's just a bit random. Like I saw it, and I was like, "What the I'm hell?" Start seeing like Wu Tang, like there'll be a a game called Gravel Pit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the diggers. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Definitely, it's a random one. That one. Snoop Doggy so that takes us to our main theme for this month, which is iconic album covers. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I know I say that every single month because why would we do something that we don't enjoy? But obviously, as we've said, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk too? Yeah, you gonna talk? 
so yeah as i said at the top it is inspired by amy's Mm -hmm. looking for inspiration for makeup looks for her page um and it did get me thinking it really did and the first one that sprang to mind i'm just gonna jump right in there oh 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 first one. i was gonna do a definition oh you do a definition go and everything it's on you because what i was thinking because ash turns around to me and goes oh these men he goes well what tyler album are you gonna do then and i was like no because none of them are iconic Uh, tyler are you gonna do flower boy and i was like no to me that's not iconic like i love that album but i don't want it to get confused with what i love and what is iconic iconic so i mean oh no boys hey um ugh I see where he's coming from, Flower Boy. Flower Boy is a brilliant, it's a good. But I wouldn't album say it's cover, iconic. Is it iconic. No, yeah, so. I wouldn't say that. So what and was obviously. your definition? So it says something that is iconic is characteristic of an icon, an image, idol, or hero. So Audrey Hepburn was widely admired for her. I can't say it for her iconic style. Yes. So it's sort of like yeah, but again, it sort of comes down to what. I might see as iconic. You might not see as iconic. I agree. But yeah, jump go. But jumping in, go. The first song and the first album that always comes to mind. If someone says to me, "Iconic album covers" or "What's an album cover that you like?" Um, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Um, Pink Floyd. I I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but you know there might be people out there who don't know what it is. Yeah. I had to. Sh- I showed it to Amy as part of. When she was looking for the inspiration. Yeah, because I think that's really cool that's, idea to, I mean, for her to do. She could, yeah, we talked about ideas for how she could put that into makeup, and oh. I just think it's like you see it in places, mm-hmm. like it's on shirts, it's, you know, for me, that yeah. makes it iconic. And um, Ooh, for that re- reason, I chose the song Money. Um, in terms of looking at why why the image so it, those of you who don't know the yeah. image it's a triangle there's a what looks like a beam going into it and then a rainbow coming out the other side yeah so for me it's about it's like the light refraction you know you do those things at school yeah <laughs> <The> little, <laughs> trying to make the colors and the rainbow and blah yeah, blah blah yeah, yeah. and the background's really black so i googled it to find out you know what the mean what they yeah, wanted yeah. it to show and they don't they don't. They just want people to make up their own minds. See, that is also sort of what... Um, there's another album I, that we both have that I was trying to Google to see what does it mean, what does it represent, but there is no actual... Like, there's the story to how it came about, but it's not, this is actually what it this represents. This is actually what it represents. But I sort of like that. I kind of like it, because for me, from what I take from that is it's about making things light in the dark, Yeah. for me. yeah. And it's simple as, you know, that experiment when I was a kid for me was mind blowing that yeah. you could bend light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was flipping cool. Yeah. And the fact that you could make a rainbow cool. It is really cool. And I'm still amazed when <laughs> I'm that still happens now. By no, you know when you walk oh, past somewhere. Oh, when you see somewhere. a rainbow. Yeah. Or two. Not even a rainbow itself. You know when you see something that's like hitting a bit of light and yeah. it's creating a little rainbow on the Beam. floor. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. So cool. So cool. Magical world. Magical. Yes. And I suppose for me that's what it means. Yeah. But yeah, I chose the song Money. See, the first album I thought of, or like as an iconic album cover, was Rage Against the Machine, their self-titled album. 
Um, because if you don't know, so the image on the front is that historic uh, picture of that Vietnamese uh, monk burning himself in protest. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that in itself is iconic because it's such a in-your-face image image that, you know, stands out, it sticks in your brain. And that sort of relates to, against Rage Against the Machine themselves, like they speak about a lot of political stuff, or they did, not that they're together anymore, but... Yeah, I just thought that is one of the ones that you're like, oh my god, that is crazy. Um, So I've gone for Bomb Track, and obviously you've got to have Killing in the name. Yes. Um, So the next one that came to mind was Never Mind the Bollocks. Here's the the Sex Pistols. I always get that wrong. So um, for me, that's iconic. Just the yellow cover, the pink Mm -hmm. strip. Uh, for me, I, I mean, you see it in places. If you Google iconic um, album covers, it's one of the first to come yeah. up. Um, well, it's controversial, isn't it? It is controversial. I, I really love that album. It reminds me of being a kid. Yeah, me too. And, yeah, it reminds me of growing up with your dad. Yeah. It reminds me of car journeys. Like, playing that album really loud in the car is one of my fondest memories of being a kid. Yeah. It's um, strange, because obviously when you're a kid, you don't quite understand stuff. So no. listening to it now, you sort of... The fact that it had a swear word on the front was just yeah, yeah. everything for me so, <laughs> as a kid. I was just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, because what I've written is, like, it's controversial. Like, that is punk in itself. Yeah. Like, to have the word bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> On the album cover, um, apparently it's based on a series of stickers distributed by the Situationalist Political Movement. Well, there you go. So, yeah. But it's brightly coloured. I think also it sort of is like, brightly coloured, it's in your face, poppy, Mm. but then it's a punk album where they literally say the most outrageous things. Yeah. Uh, For example, (laughs) the track that I've chosen... God Save the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I went for that one as well. God Save the Queen. I also did Pretty Pretty Vacant because I love that song. I've got Holidays in the Sun as well. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think that one, whether you like punk music or not, is st- like that is one of those images that you just know. You know, everyone knows yeah. that. Yeah. So my next one is Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. Um, so again, as you were saying with like the Pink Floyd album, this is iconic just purely from like a fashion point of view like how many t-shirts do you see with that on and people don't even know what it's from (laughs) yeah people don't even know what it's from that it's represents a band nothing you know um but yeah i did i googled it uh apparently the artwork was designed by peter saville uh using a data plot of signals from a radio pulsar (laughs) So, yeah, this yeah. is like rotating neutral. Nur- nur- oh, I can't speak today. Oh, it's Sunday. And also, it's the only album released while the lead singer was alive. Oh, shit. Which is pretty crazy. That is crazy. Um, so, the song I have chosen is She's Lost Control. Uh, so, the next one I'm going to do, I think you might have done as well License to Ill, Beastie Boys. Yes. Um, so, for me, an iconic. Album cover, and the fact that Eminem used it for his latest album cover. Yeah, that's what I've put. It's got to be iconic. It's got to be iconic. (laughs) Um, If he pays homage to it, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's brilliant. He's paying as a white rapper, paying homage to a white rap yeah. group. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really good. It's a brilliant. I don't if you don't know it, it's a plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the back end of a plane. Yeah, back end of a plane. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. What I've got is. Um, so it's a parody apparently of like Led Zeppelin's private jet. Yeah. So that's like it's like a symbol of like rock ego and at that time. Um but also I didn't know this and I feel like a bit of a fake fan that the plane tails number 3MTA3 yeah is eat me backwards. How do you not know that? I did not know that. I'm a fake fan. You're a fake fan. Also looking into this um, this was the first rap LP to top Billboard album charts. Yep. And Columbian Records' fastest selling debut records to date. There you go. So, yes. What song did you choose? I know it's stereotypical, but you have to go for Fight for Your Right to Party. I chose the new style. And then I've also gone for Hold It Now Here, because I love that song. But yeah, it's iconic. I've also got written here where it was a time when music was largely divided um, along genre and racial lines. And then obviously you had these three Jewish boys <laughs> bringing together rap and heavy rock in one album. And it just, yeah. And it worked. As like stereotypical as Fight For Your Right is, and you know, that other song that I will not name. Yeah. You know, it just, it's iconic. Yeah. As are they. They are. Um, I so, like we speak about them every month. Yeah, we do because they're amazing. <laughs> um, so again, I think my next one you've got also is the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club yep. Band. Next one on my list also. Um, so it's iconic for several different reasons. Um, it marked the end of the Beatles mop top era uh, and the start of something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover actually features two versions of them, so yes, it has yeah. them. The real them. The real Beatles and the, real the sergeant. Them. And then them dressed as the fictional Sergeant Peppers. Uh, but also, it's widely credited as Rock's first concept album. Oh, I was just going to say yeah. that. Yeah. Which is amazing. And the fact that they they are trailblazers for so many reasons in music. Yeah. They, you know, they are iconic in themselves. If you're, if you're going to name you know, bands that have influenced music forever. Oh, 100%. The Beatles will always be there, whether you like them or not, because in this house, Ian dislikes the Beatles. Not even one song. Not even one song, which I find Mm. upsetting. Because I was going to say, the Beatles are one of those bands where you've got to... You know, you've got to like. Yeah, and he Mm. understands their influence. He just wouldn't listen to them. Wouldn't listen to them. And for me, I suppose they're a massive part of my musical influence growing up. My dad's a massive Beatles fan. Used to send us little tapes. I'm sure I've spoken about that before. Yeah. Um, and they would always have at least one Beatles song. Always. Mm. Absolutely always. Um, yeah, and the cover is just so cool. Yeah. Not only has it got them and then the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart band version of them. But also peppered throughout the whole cover are other icons. Yeah. And I find that amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that they have just chosen these people mm-hmm. 
who themselves are icons and they just share this album cover with them. It's just, it's, it's a brilliant yeah. album. Yeah, also. it is just, yeah, I think, as you said, Beatles themselves are iconic. And everybody knows, everybody knows that album cover, surely. Yeah. So you've if got you don't to... get to looking. Yeah. How have you not... Get to looking, people. So you've obviously got to go for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Comes Land. And then I've also gone for, with a little help from my friends. And I've chosen Lucy in the Sky. Yeah. Because I love that song. My too. brother was going to be called Lucy if he was a girl. Oh, nice. Lucy well, not my brother, our brother. That was rude. That was very rude. How dare Sorry. you? Sorry, forgot you're my sister. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. For one small second. Um, so the next one I want to talk about, which I'm pretty sure you're going to have too, is Nirvana. That's Never mind. Next one too. Oh, we did well. Um, so most people will know this Nirvana album cover, Baby yep. in the Water. Yes. I don't think I need to say much more than that, really, about the cover. Um, so it was inspired. I did a bit of reading up because I've never known really why it was. This is the one that I mentioned earlier. That I it's sort of like there's no like what it actually represents, but there's the story of how it came about. Yeah. 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 So it was inspired by uh, Kurt Cobain and Dave Grohl watching a program on water birthing. Yeah. Which you know. Firstly, why why will you watch that? Cause yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Um, but when they first talked about it being the front of the album cover, uh, they looked at stock images, yeah. of water births, but they're all too graphic to to use. And also, would have cost um, seven thousand five hundred dollars to license. Yeah. So obviously, they weren't going to do that. So they commissioned Kirk Wed- Weddle. Mm-hmm. Um, who used his friend's baby yeah to create this the image that we now know and then yeah. obviously they added in the the fisher can and the dollar. money the money 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 dollar dollar bill money. yeah um again it's yeah it's just one of those images that you know but also this album brought grunge into the mainstream yes. as well which yeah. again is very very iconic and I'm so predictable. Yes, Smells I think you like have team to. Spirit. Uh, team teen spirit. Whoa! And, and come as you are. are. <laughs> My two also, because I was thinking. I know we try and stay away from the predictable, but I think if you're talking if about you're talking Nirvana, you have to do you these have ones. To say it. Yeah, you have to. it's just the rules. Rules um, of the world. So my next one, and we spoke briefly about this before. I was a little bit divided, but I thought I would go for this one. So I've gone for Green Day, American Idiot. Yeah. Now, again, many a list that you research on the internet, it always comes up with this album, purely just because it's heart-shaped, hand grenade, held in a blood-soaked fist. Yeah. That is the album cover. Yeah. Apparently, the design takes in a number of influences and is said to be inspired by Chinese communist propaganda. So, yeah. I think um, for Green Day, I know you were saying earlier that there is another album that you would think of straight away, as do I, but I think this is the album that kind of not propelled them into the mainstream, but this is the album that is their most popular. And again, it's like sort of like a concept album. It's like a punk rock punk rock opera that's what i said i said i can find both words i've gone for obviously american idiot and then jesus of suburbia so my next one is green day also yeah. but i 
I went for Dookie. Yeah. For me, that is iconic. And I feel like if I say to people, favourite Green Day album or talk to me about a Green no, Day album, see, I feel they like they would say Dookie. And I, I can't... That's what I used know. to really annoy me when I was a teen. They would only know American Idiot. And I'd be like, how do you not know Dookie? That is like the best well, album. I find it really tricky because American Idiot for me isn't isn't their strongest material. And I know that's not what this is about. This is about the art. But the album artwork mm. for Dookie I want to get one so bit of that poster, cool. whatever it is. Not the dogs chucking the poo. But I want <laughs> one bit tattooed on me. But I don't know what bit. But yeah, um, um, for me that was that was a no-brainer to choose that one. Um, that is supposed to represent. It's supposed to be a representation of the East Bay. Yep. Um, and it's supposed to acknowledge that artists are as important as musicians. Yes. And that is what that depicts. It's areas of the East Bay and and all different things going on. And Dookie, I did not realise what Dookie was. Do you not? No, I never really realised. I don't know what I thought it was. Yeah, it's poop. Yeah, it's poop. It's like an American word, isn't it? Dookie. It's a poop. 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 So I went for the song She, because that's my favourite one. She. She She screws in silence. I do. I screamed inside. <laughs> <laughs> Penetrating through her mind. My next one, David Bowie, Aladdin Sane. Now, I straight away have put Brian Duffy's portrait remains the image most associated with David Bowie. Now, if you don't know what the album cover is, this is David Bowie right on the front of it and he's got that lightning bolt across his face. So, yeah, I think whenever anybody even says David Bowie, that is automatically what you think of. Whether you know it's the album or not, that is what you think of. Now, the next thing I've put, I don't... It's a little bit like you look one place, it says something completely different. um, But I thought this was quite interesting. Um, So the lightning bolt is a representation of the cracked actor that Bowie felt he had become during his sudden rise to superstardom. Because I think this was his first album that he released that was like, he was, that's it, he's a superstar now. Yeah. So from that album, I've gone for the Jean Genie. Nice. Jean Genie. Well, I also looked at this album because, again, iconic. Yeah. The lightning bolt is just so flipping cool. Yeah. And that's obviously one that Amy will... Will do, because yes. it's just it's amazing. Um, and I went for Driving Saturday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My next one is Original Pirate Material by The Streets. Cool. Firstly, love that fucking album. Mm-hmm. It's just good. Um, I had to grow up before I liked it. If that made sense. When it came out, didn't wasn't yeah, a fan. yeah, yeah. As I got older, I liked that album more. Um, and now it's one of my favourites. So the reason it is iconic is so I think if you think the streets you automatically think of that album cover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tower Block in London. I was quite interested to read actually that the album cover is a picture from a German artist. Mm. It's from a series that he did about London at night. Okay. And he 
credits that or it is generally credited that that is the reason that so the um album the music that he was making is old garage music that he made this album in his bedroom mm-hmm. you know it was it wasn't aimed at anyone other than the people who were already listening to uk garage yeah. Yeah, yeah. um but actually the people who liked it were from a more middle class yeah, yeah, background yeah. and he credits that to the album or it is credited to the album art so the fact that this was from a german artist who used that it's called towering inferno okay so it's it's supposed to depict for mark skinner it mm-hmm. was to depict the people it was aimed at really yeah, yeah. and what the songs were about but he credits that the fact that it was part of that art series um to why mm, he got cool. so much Cred. Uh, cred for it um so the two songs that i will choose is who got the funk and has it come to this okay has it come to this? so my next one is nwa straight out of compton first thing that i've got here is from sound to lyrical content and imagery it defined the emerging gangster rap genre i think is fair to say I think it is. but i was also reading so the image on the front cover um, the photographer, he basically said it's why it's so iconic is because it's this perspective of someone who is about to be killed because they're literally all towering over the camera um, and easy is holding like a gun. Yeah. So it sort of represents that time and that stereotype. And it's just an amazing album. So, yeah. It is an amazing I've album. I've gone for Straight Outta Compton. Coming Straight Outta Compton. Obviously. Crazy mother lover named Ice Cube. <laughs> That's how we sing it in this house, anyway. Um, so my last one. I was trying to think when we was going through this. A lot of these album covers are old, you know, from old and times. Like the most up to date one is the Frank Skinner one that I yeah. just talked about the streets. And I was trying to think, you know, are there any modern iconic thing album that I feel that people are going to look back at in a few years time or even now and think do you know what that's a fucking good cover yeah and i've gone for lizzo no i think that's Um, a good good shout because yeah yeah, i think we always think that iconic has to be something that's from the past or that's old and it doesn't have to be we have so many people in our time that are iconic and they're making waves in their own way and yeah yeah, and I think Lizzo, so the album is called Because I Love You. She, the, the cover of that album is her absolutely stark naked, yeah. black background, and just her in all of her glory. She looks amazing, I think. Yeah. And when she announced the album, she did it by posing in exactly the same way in yeah. her living room underneath a framed picture I remember of seeing the that album art. Yeah. And it just, it's an almost a fuck you to all the, you know, you must be this, you must look like this person to be famous, you must look, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you must be slim, you must be airbrushed, you must be this, that and the other. You've got to be this to be a pop star. You've got to be this to be a pop star. And she is all about body confidence, she's all about loving your body and enjoying life. Yeah. And that is what that cover represents, and that for me is iconic. Yeah. Um, so I've chosen two songs, Joy, Joyce, Juice, and Boys. Yeah. 
um, which obviously I've joined together to call Joys. 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 We're doing that a lot today. I know. Obviously, we're very tired and the weekend has not worked for us. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that was the last one that I really wanted to talk about in terms of having songs from them. And there's two others that I feel like we need to mention because they are iconic, but that for me, I can't, I can't really do songs from them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I can't, it can't, I can't go without talking about Miles Davis and Bitches Brew. Mm-hmm. The album cover for that, I appreciate the artwork for that very yeah. much. Um, so it's about, you know, light and dark, good and bad. Um, I don't know if you've seen the cover to Bitches Brew, quite a famous cover. I can picture this album cover in my mind when we were talking about iconic album covers and what we were going to do. I can see it in my dad's living room. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that album cover and it's two people cuddling on the, like holding each other on in front of the sea and there's lightning coming down from the sea and it's just, and then there's a big face on the side and it's, from what I've read, it's about representing light and dark and good and bad. Mm-hmm. For me, I could, I can see it and I remember it and I found it quite an impactful piece of art. Ooh. So, yeah, that's why I feel like we have to mention that. Yeah. And then the other one I want to mention is Velvet Underground. Yeah, the Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol cover, which is of the banana, which, again, is another piece of art that was actually framed in my dad's house. Wasn't um, Andy Warhol also their manager at the time? I don't know. I think I read that somewhere. I don't know. I just, for me, that feels like it's iconic. Yeah. It feels like if you think of an album cover... I can always think about the banana. Um, and I know that sounds really weird, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... Yeah. And I, but I can't tell you any Velvet Underground songs that I like. Yeah. And I don't want to start preaching <laughs> about stuff that I don't know. Yeah, no, um, which is fair enough. But I feel like we have to mention those two because they are iconic. And there are plenty more that are iconic. Oh, there's loads. As always... Every month we say the same thing. We've probably forgotten or not talked about things that you think, oh my God, why the hell haven't they mentioned that? And it's pretty much because we talk about, we what try we and talk like. about what we know yeah. and what we like, and well, not even necessarily what we like some of the time. Well, no, I think it's just what we sort of feel like what we're... We've got experience. Yeah, or just passionate about whether we like it or we we don't. It's just we don't, even though we don't know the lingo, we just try and kind of not make ourselves sound like idiots. <laughs> and I feel like I would be an absolute fraud if I sat here and talked yeah. about Miles Davis because it's not my cup of tea no, at all. No, exactly. Despite the fact it was on quite a lot at home when I was a kid. Um, but yeah. I think, yeah, there's loads more. I mean, there were many that kept popping up on lists. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, if we've missed one that you think that is like the definition of an iconic album cover obviously let us know and if you've got any comments you can or you want to have a look at anything or send us any comments or pictures or anything like that you can find us on all the socials that's instagram twitter and facebook we are pump up the jam pod Mm -hmm. Uh, you can email us old school at pump up the jam pod <laughs> at gmail.com is it pod oh i don't know hang pump on up the jam pod every every month pump we up the jam pod gmail at gmail.com and you can follow the spotify spotify oh my gosh you did that last one what the flip spotify you can also um 
follow us on Spotify, where we are Pump Up The John... Oh, my God! <laughs> you can also follow us on Spotify. Space. Where you can find us as Pump Up The Jam Podcast. Yeah. We, as you would have heard us mention all the way through this episode, we are talking about a playlist. This oh. is our playlist on Spotify, which accompanies each episode. And... We also now have the latest mm-hmm. episodes on, uh, from episode 17 onwards. It's on Apple Music at the moment. Um, I will do the back catalogue, but you find us on there at yeah. Up The Jam Podcast also. You'll see our little logo, mm-hmm. um, if you're au fait with that at all. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. that's it from me. Cool. Well, thanks. <laughs> and Pop up the drum. <laughs> Pop up the drum. Pop up the drum. But yeah, you know, if there's ones that we've missed, just let us know. Get in contact with us. But yeah, that's it for another episode. September. September done. Madness. Here's to October. Halloween, bitches. Halloween. Yes. Yes. Spooky music. I don't know. Hocus pocus. But that's all I think of. Witches. I put a spell on you. Right, and on that note... <laughs> right, yeah. So, if you are started, any questions, any input, let us know. But that is it. Noah's love in life. But yeah, thank you for listening, as always. And we will catch you next month. I was going to say week. Next, next month. month. See thank ya. you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.